Warning. This podcast contains strong language, sexual content, and poorly executed impressions. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> oh no, my rickets are back. <laughs> I think that's about as good as I'm going to get. The power of your voter brought it back. <laughs> just, my legs are going to just bow right underneath me. <laughs> Oh, oh god. What have I done is usually how I feel when we're about to start an episode of this podcast. <laughs> Like, oh, welcome to secondhand sex. What have I done? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> welcome back, all three of you that I assume are listening to this. Uh, oh, yes, we're back for we're another back. day of subjecting ourselves to some really fun, not very good literature. I'm Laura Blake. I'm Caitlin Moser. And is it bad that I really liked this book? <laughs> I guess we should introduce it first. But <laughs> this book is better. This is the probably the best one we've done so far. It's really good. I would watch this movie. So Go ahead and introduce it. It's called Wedding Trap. Love it. Colon. Every made-for-TV movie ever. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, it's by Adrian Bell, and I really liked it. <laughs> I'm not even ashamed. I'm a, little, I'm a little worried about how much you enjoyed this book. I did. Like, there's still plenty to make fun of, but at the same time, really. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's kind of refreshing to have one that's sort of fun and not so, I don't know, abusive. It's not abusive, like, at all. Okay, uh, do you want to take the first chapter of this one? Sure, I would love to. So, our main character, Beth, is the maid of honor in her best friend Isabel's wedding. Um, when we open in the book, she's trying on... Oh, Isabel is trying on her... Wes- her Oh, my God. <laughs> wedding dress. <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> Isabel is trying on her wedding dress one last time before the big day at their hotel. And they're discussing if Beth should, uh, quote unquote, kill off her imaginary boyfriend, Charlie. Can you go into detail a little bit yeah, on that one? Uh, apparently, she... Um, she invented Charlie, like, back in the seventh grade or something. Mm-hmm. So she's been telling her family she's been dating this guy ever since she and her actual ex, who is the groom's brother in Isabel's wedding. Oh. You know, you see how this is going to get complicated. I do. Um, so they broke up, like, six months ago, and she's been telling her family that she's dating this guy, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, Beth's mom is in town for the wedding and needs to meet up with her. Uh, Beth's mom is in town for the wedding, and Beth is on her way to meet up with her mom when she clumsily runs into a just handsome wall of a man. Ooh. I'm excited already. Spoilers. This is our main guy, Alex. What? I know. I'm sorry. I had to, Spoilers. I had to do it. Um, while, she's, while Beth is with her mother, she also runs into her ex, Spencer, Yikes. who's the fucking worst. Ugh. Uh, apparently she isn't really fooling anyone with this fake boyfriend act, but she sticks to it. Tells her mom and Spencer that Charlie's out of town, so he can't make it to the wedding. Mm. Spencer is a douche, which is apparently his way uh, when they were dating. And apparently he told her he wouldn't have had to break up with her if she had only lost a couple pounds. What a bitch. What a bitch. Oh my God. I hate this guy. I hate him so much. Douche. I'm glad he's like the you know what I say to this, this dude? Like, hey, how about you gain some weight in your dick, okay? And then we'll talk. Wow. That, is, that took a turn I was not expecting at all. Yep. Well, that's how I feel about Ooh. that. 
Don't All tell right. your significant other what to do, okay? Yeah. God damn. God damn it. She can weigh what she wants. Yeah. She can look how she wants. I bet she looks great. I bet she does. Mm-hmm. But she's just like a sassy lady and I love her. Yep. I do love her. So this guy is trash. And wow. that's really all I have to say about Spencer that. Spencer equals trash. Yep. End of chapter one. All right. These chapters are nice and short. Too, I like which it. I really appreciate. All right. Chapter two. <laughs> uh, Alex, the hunky wall of a man, mm. is investigating the bride Isabel's ties to her Venezuelan uncle, Salvatore, mm. who is like a big boss mob guy in Venezuela. I don't think Venezuela has the mob. The mob, uh, I think the mob is like exclusive. Okay, fine. Like Italian American. Like, like a big some kind boss of man cartel, in maybe? Cartel okay, gang type go. thing in Venezuela. Yeah, it's probably a cartel. Um, <laughs> and he's using the wedding as a cover to buy intelligence on the U.S. strategic oil reserve from a leak in the CIA. <laughs> Holy shit. This just got way more complicated than I thought it was going to. It got really complicated. Damn. Okay. And like, how selfish. It is your niece's wedding. And you're going to have all this go down at her wedding? I mean, I'm assuming they're not close, but... Yeah. Well, and based on his description, it sounds like he's, you know, a professional crime lord. So, you know, fucking up his daughter, his, not his daughter, his niece's wedding is probably not the worst thing he's ever done. Probably, but it's still pretty shitty. Yeah. Um, So Alex is partnering with his friend at the Department of Homeland Security, John, on this. Alex's role is to find the CIA leak... Basically, his job is just, like, sit in the lobby for the next three days doing recon in the hotel. <laughs> oh, poor guy. <laughs> just, like, just chilling on a bench. <laughs> <That> sucks. <laughs> poor guy. And it's probably not even, like, a great hotel. No. He did not get into this job for sitting in hotels. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what bit you're doing right now, but let's just keep going. Okay. Beth catches Alex breaking into Spencer's car, invested in investigating the case. Right. Because he's the best man. Got it. Um, <laughs> and side note, Spencer, good old Spence, Ugh. has a bright red beamer with a vanity plate reading too hot with two T's no! on it. Oh, I hate this guy. Oh, I hate him so much. Oh, God. I really just want to, like, give this guy a swirly or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> You a third grade bully? Yes. Yes, I am. I'm going to put his head in the toilet and flush. That's so weird. She concocts his plan to have Alex pose as Charlie and introduce him to uh, him to her mom and other guests before telling him that he has to leave for business. She informs Alex of her plan and tells him in like a flirty way, kind of, that if he doesn't do it, she will tell Spencer that she caught him breaking into the Beamer. And he agrees to this plan. Oh, so, Mom, Dad, how did you guys meet? Well, well I blackmailed your father. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so there's spoilers for later on in this uh-huh. episode. There's two sex scenes in this. Mm. They're they're pretty much the same. Like they're nice sex scenes, but like we don't need to read both of them because okay. they're very similar. So I figured let's read this blackmail exchange. <laughs> Guess I'll read the blackmail exchange. I like it. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna need a voice for Beth and a voice for Alex. Okay. Um, Beth, I kind of I want to I want her to be German for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. I just I okay. I, I feel it. Yeah, hello. <laughs> yeah. Sehr gut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am wunderbar. Wunderbar. My na auga. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. I can I think I can do that. Yeah. 
Just <laughs> gonna be so bad. I'm sorry, all the our German listeners out there. I'm so sorry about this. It's We're international. Be, it's gonna be very insensitive. It will be, but I'm gonna do my best to like treat it with respect. No, you're not. I don't care. Okay. Um, um, and what about, what about Alex? Big burly for, man of an Alex. <laughs> just for for the sake of contrast, I want a voice that you and I refer to as the egg roll guy. Not racist, I promise. It's not, I promise. It's based this is this came from a story of a friend of ours who was very drunk and we were all talking about ordering Chinese food and the friend who was drunk who we all thought was asleep suddenly woke up and was like, "Did uh Somebody say something about egg rolls. <laughs> and so that that statement sort of morphed with an impression of Michael Sarah, and it became this character of the egg roll guy. <laughs> okay. So-, so I want a big burly like ex-Navy SEAL to talk like Michael Sarah, please. All right. I got this. Okay. So this is them talking about the, uh, the blackmail, basically. Okay. So she's proposing that he proposes her boyfriend. Um, oh, and uh, what happens if I say no to this little proposal of yours? <laughs> well, her voice trailed off. This was obviously something that she hadn't considered. Then I will tell everyone that I saw you breaking into Spencer's car. It's getting a little Bjork. Is that okay? <laughs> That's okay. Should I go full on Bjork? <laughs> just go full Bjork. Okay. Just, just follow follow the character where it leads okay. to. Well, <laughs> her voice trails off. This was obviously something she hadn't considered. This is, then I'll tell everybody that I saw you breaking into Spencer's car. I will call the police. <laughs> oh, uh, blackmail? <laughs> yeah, she said, tilting her head back and looking up at him, her wide smile completely free of guile. I guess so. <laughs> well, it looks like I don't have much of a choice, do I, Miss Bradley? She stuck out her hand. Beth Bradley. <laughs> This was an expectant look. There was an expectant look in her big brown eyes as he slid his hand into hers. Oh, uh, oh, well, it would probably be better if both of, for both of us if I just stayed Charlie. Of course. Well, you're the most unusual blackmailer I've ever dealt with. Oh, <laughs> he let his grip he let his grip on her hand linger. Yes, I get that a lot. <laughs> I like her. I like this person. Yeah. Oh God. All right. That was really nice. That was your Bjork impression is pretty good. I'm not even mad. <laughs> My Bjork impression <laughs> is Kristen Wiig doing Bjork. <laughs> Our main exports are giggles and screams. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one who bases my impressions on other people's impressions. <laughs> I knitted a sweater with an extra hole for, for hopes and dreams. <laughs> oh man. And did I sweat for an octopus? <laughs> oh my god. I was seeing like Icelandic accent. So it's so, it's weird, so odd. But so easy to do at the same time. <laughs> With an extra hole for a token dreams. I'm sorry to all of our Icelandic listeners. <laughs> wherever you are. <laughs> that's, that's all I got for that. It was a pretty short exchange, but okay. I think we get the banter. Alex strays from the plan and informs everyone that he's not heading out of town for a business, but instead is able to attend the wedding. Oh. Yay. Oh, he gets to stick around for that a while. crafty mofo. Crafty. Because instead, he gets to actually like, be a part of the wedding instead of sitting in the lobby for oh, three days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what I he's, see doing, what he's there. doing there. Beth is upset that she has to keep up this lie and tries to convince him to take it back and switch hotels for the rest of the week. He refuses and they share a passionate kiss. 
after realizing that her mom and Spencer are watching their little spats. Uh-huh. So fake kiss. Classic. This is really reminding me of like an ABC family movie. Like it should star Melissa Joan Hart and Mario Lopez. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. So chapter three. The wedding party has dinner together and Charlie, a.k.a. Alex, in case you've forgotten, um, charms the room. Isabel, knowing that Charlie doesn't exist, um, guesses that he's a gigolo. (laughs) I like that her first assumption is that he's a sex worker. Oh, yeah. You know what? I know that Charlie's not real. This guy, he's probably not undercover law enforcement. He's definitely a gigolo. I I like the term they use, too, is gigolo, not escorts. Yeah. But Gigolo. Gigolo. (laughs) I think it's because it's a funny word. (laughs) Gigolo. Um, Beth Beth just kind of goes with it and is like, yep, you got me. He's... I I paid him. I'm paying him. It's fine. (laughs) He's a hooker. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're in like a reverse pretty woman situation. (laughs) (laughs) Beth meets up with Alex after the dinner. Uh, Wait, I thought he was there the whole time. What? Maybe like she meets like she... They go together like... They must, like, go and link, mingle and stuff and, like, and then meet back, back up. up. Okay. I get it. Oh, yeah, because she must be away from Charlie when, like, she's with Isabel. And, oh, like, sure. He right, must right, right, be right, right. I got lost in the middle, but I found my way back. All right. So when she meets back up with him again, they discuss where this imaginary boyfriend thing came from. Mm. So finally, we get the backstory on this imaginary Great. boyfriend, I've been Charlie. Waiting. I've, I was waiting for it. I was it. waiting for this. So apparently she invented Charlie in the seventh grade um, when the boy she liked didn't invite her to the dance. And he's been her, like, go-to excuse for things ever since. Like, oh, I I can't go out for your birthday. Charlie's at home. Yeah. He's naked. (laughs) Gotta go take care of that. I gotta take care of that. (laughs) Mainly by doing laundry so he can put some clothes on. He's just, he's such a messy boy. (laughs) I don't, I don't like that. You shouldn't say that about a grown man. (laughs) I can't go to the bottom. (laughs) I have to go home to get a chunny. (laughs) He's naked. He's a very messy boy. <laughs> I need to do my sweater. There's an extra hole for it. Alright, so <laughs> so they talk about Charlie and, and Alex is apparently not phased by this at all. <laughs> he has uh, upgraded Beth's hotel room and paid for it because it mm. had a better uh, vantage point so he could watch the parking lot. Oh. Which is what he's supposed Normal to be Normal guy stuff. Yeah. Just watching like, oh, parking. I got us a better room, mainly so I can look out the window and watch the parking lot. Mm. Okay. All right. Cool. It's a great view. Um, <laughs> Beth doesn't really put up too much of a fight when she sees how great the room is. Nice. End of chapter three. Awesome. So not a whole lot happens in that. That's fine. <laughs> um, but things start to get interesting in chapter four. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. All right. Beth is like tossing and turning all night because of wedding stuff. There's a strange man sleeping in her room. Mm, yeah. It's a whole thing. But he's sleeping on the couch. No, no funny business here. Oh, what a nice guy. He's such a nice guy. Um, <laughs> you use the same voice every time there's a character who's nice. It's always like, so nice. it's, like it's like they're special or something. Or like, <laughs> just, oh, bless your heart. You're actually nice. I'm Because it's I'm shocked to find a nice person. That's true. In these books. Um, okay. So, like, she's tossing and turning all night, and, like, she wakes up at, like, four in the morning, and she's like, oh, man, I'm just gonna go, like, wander around this hotel middle of the night. <laughs> Nothing creepy there. No, that definitely doesn't sound like The Shining at all. No, there's no, like, twins waiting for her at the end of the hallway. Come play with us forever. Forever. Uh... Timmy's not here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy's not here right now. 
Adam. <laughs> I can't do that voice without doing the finger. Yeah, the finger thing. has to go with it. I'm not going to kill you, Wendy. I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to bash your fucking brains in. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> we can watch The Shining later. Let's do the I podcast don't want right to. now. It's scary. <laughs> Slight sidetrack. <laughs> my uh, my father. <laughs> so I remember in high school he was driving like me and my friend to a Halloween party or something, and we were gonna watch The Shining at this Halloween party. And so the whole way home from it, when he was giving us a ride, he kept quoting that one line over and over again. <laughs> he was like, "You know, my favorite part of The Shining." And we were like, "What was your favorite part?" I'm not gonna kill you, Wendy. Oh, you're gonna kill me. I'm not gonna kill you. Kept <laughs> doing that the whole way. I'm not gonna kill you're you. Just gonna bash your fucking brains in. <laughs> you sound a little bit like the genie from Aladdin, like when he's giving. No, oh yeah, yeah. He's doing the rules. Like, yeah. I can't bring anybody back from the dead. It's, it's not a pretty picture. picture. I, I don't, don't like doing it. it. <laughs> okay, we've digressed a little bit, which we would never do. We never talk about random shit. <laughs> Okay, so just wander around the hotel <laughs> like a fucking weirdo. Just just wander around, and she wanders into the laundry room, Ew. like like the industrial laundry room. Somehow mm. she gets in there, oh, uh, and she witnesses <gasps> Salvatore, who is yes. Isabel's uncle. Oh shit, doing some shady business, not sexual. Okay, <laughs> just you saw my face, and like, I was like hand stuff, <laughs> like a little bit of hand stuff. <laughs> Like jazz hand stuff. Um, with another man. <laughs> Again, <laughs> not sexual. Damn it! <laughs> Just like a small hand job. Like a, <laughs> kind of a sad one, to be honest. Like a like a just an unsatisfying hand job. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. There's no hand job stuff. They're like exchanging money and stuff, which okay. maybe before. Stop was. saying stuff. It makes me think that there's sexy things happening. <laughs> maybe this is like the after. Maybe he is a jiggle. Stop. Stop it. You are not helping. So anyways, there she sees these two dealing in shady stuff. There's a lot of shady stuff going down in this laundry room. Can't. And and she like she's like, oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, she doesn't just get the fuck out of there. Well, she no, she like, gives him like she gives him like an apologetic look, and she oh, like I just imagine like slowly like, slink creeping out of the room. <laughs> That's what I would do if I accidentally walked in on a drug deal slash sex act. <laughs> um. So yeah, they see her, and she quickly gets the fuck out of there. Um. So Beth is kind of weirded out by that because I mean, yeah, yeah. Um. So she brings quote unquote Charlie coffee and he goes and takes a shower with, with his coffee <laughs> yeah. i mean i've heard dude. of i've heard of beer in the shower but coffee in the shower yeah that's what he does right. um beth snoops through the through the room hoping to learn some more about this like mysterious car thief mm. um she finds a duffel bag in his closet and she sees a <gasps> gun oh my gosh as charlie gets out of the bathroom Ooh. and he basically tells her hey you know what he's like oh, oh hey <laughs> guess what your family is in friends are safe you don't need to worry about it. It's okay. It's fine. Yes, I have an automatic weapon. Well, it's like, it's okay. No big deal. Don't worry about it. And she's like, but I'm scared. <laughs> drink your coffee. <laughs> Please drink your coffee. Okay. So that's the end of that chapter. She finds <laughs> his gun and he's like, yo, you're safe. It's fine. Yeah. So in chapter five, Beth has like run off because she's a little freaked out that this guy she doesn't know is packing. Mm, packing. <laughs> what? <laughs> a gun, you tool. <laughs> 
fuck me <laughs> here now <laughs> i'm so tired stop it god damn it <laughs> oh jesus yeah so she runs out of the hotel she's kind of freaked out and alex alex goes after her and he's like hey look th- like i get this is kind of overwhelming mm-hmm. it's okay let me explain let's go get some lunch We'll get some tacos in us and we'll just, we'll wrap it out. You love tacos. I do love tacos. <laughs> but I never get to make tacos because you can't make tacos for one person. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I get it. I don't have any friends to make tacos for, clearly. You make me tacos. Mm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but before they get, before they're able to go get their uh-huh. tacos, I assume is what they're getting. They the, Suddenly there's a man pointing a gun at them. And <gasps> Alex goes like full Navy SEAL mode. Like, yes. holy shit. And, like, actually kills this guy. Like, breaks his neck right in front of Beth. Which, see, I know before I said this was an ABC Family movie. I feel like now it's an ABC Family movie that halfway through production got picked up by Showtime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And they were like, oh, cool. We can be violent now? Awesome. And so they uncast Melissa Joan Hart and Mario Lopez. Yep. And now it's other people who we're going to talk about. Right now, we're going to play a game that we like to call Casting Couch. What a segue. (laughs) Thank you. Casting Couch. Casting Couch. All right. So we're going to recast like the six major players in this story. Really like the only six characters in this entire story. Indeed. So do you want to go first or do you want me to? Do you like go like I pick my back, you pick your back? Okay. All right. So for me, for Beth, I was thinking like she's sassy, curvaceous, beautiful woman, hilarious, Rachel Bloom. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I would watch that. Yeah, I would watch that. Yeah. I like it. Yep. She fits the bill. Yeah. So for anybody who doesn't know, the lead of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yep. I was thinking along the same lines, but mm-hmm. I went in a slightly different direction and went with Kat Dennings. Oh, that's a good one too. Who's yep. also sassy and yeah. curvy and hilarious. Oh, these are good choices. Yeah. I would watch either one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> who's your Alex? Um, I was on the fence for a little bit, mm-hmm. but based on the way that this character develops I really and because he is surprisingly hilarious I want it to be John Cena he'd be so fucking funny like he's awesome yeah I have a weird love for John Cena that I just recently realized yeah he's like he's intelligent and hilarious and just a huge wall of a man so oh my god I think it works yeah that's a good one thank you I like that one I went not in that direction John Boyega is mine yeah. 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 Like he's funny. Yeah. But he can also he also does action mm-hmm. and he's really charming. Oh, I like it. And I love him. He's also super hot. He's like so attractive. Yeah. Uh, but he's gonna keep his British accent because Yeah, definitely. Even though he's Navy SEAL, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So that's my Alex. I like it. My Spencer is Ryan Phillippe. Oh <laughs> yeah. He's he definitely douchey kind enough. Of a douche yeah he's got a punchable face yeah like that's just i I just don't like him and i feel like he just he's just a douche nice so what's yours (laughs) i had to look up this guy's name and of course this is his name so the actor's name is anders holm and he is the he's the red-haired guy who plays um casey on the mindy project her like ex-boyfriend that she almost marries the Mm -hmm. one who's like a pastor and then a dj and then whatever else yeah he's kind of douchey face yeah like he's cute but he's also kind of douchey looking yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Who's your mom? Who's Beth's mom for you? I It took me... This was this one was the hardest for me to come up with. And so I ended up just picking someone that I wish was in more things. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara. 
Ooh, because oh, I that just is a good fucking mom. love her. That is a good I love mom. her so much. I love her, and I just want her to be in things. God, so. oh, that is a good one. Mm-hmm. Who did you have? Allison Janney. Oh, that's yeah. a good one too. I like our casting. I would watch I either of these movies. Yeah. I would watch both of these movies. Allison Janney's awesome. Yeah, right. Her. Just both of those ladies yeah. are just. Like, I don't think Alice and Janney is underappreciated at all, because she gets really good characters, yeah. as is Catherine, Catherine O'Hara. But, like, they just need to be in more things. I know. Like, in everything. Yep. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. If all anyone, right. If anyone important is listening. Um, My Isabel, I know you don't watch Orange is the New Black, but I was thinking of, like, a really good um, Latina actress, and it's Flaca from Orange is the New Black. Jackie mm. Cruz, here's a picture of what she looks like. Okay. Ooh. Right? I think I've seen her face before. Yeah. Yeah. She's just, she's, I think she'd be a really good, like, best friend. Yeah. And I, yeah. So Flocka from Orange is the New Black. Nice. Yeah. What about you? I didn't have time to look up this actress's name, Uh but um, I want a, (laughs) I want um, Valencia from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Hey, and I did Rachel Bloom. Yeah. Nope. Those work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I like it. Um, And last, but certainly not least, (laughs) who was your big bad guy? Who is (laughs) Salvatore? Salvatore. And again, I had trouble with this one. And so it's primarily because I want him to be in more things. Mm -hmm. Diego Luna, our man from Star Wars Rogue One. Okay. You went a little bit, a little bit younger than I did. I did. did, But I think he, I think he's old enough to pull it off. Sure. Like he's probably old enough to be her uncle. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's just awesome. He's a great actor. Yeah, I want he's him a good to actor. be in more things. Um, and I went like this is the first person I thought of like my like the original like who I casted first, Danny Trejo. <laughs> Who's that? He's like, he's like the Hispanic bad guy in everything. Like, I'm, I'll I'll bring up a picture. You know who he is. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I know I've heard the name, but I am not sure who that is. Okay, let's do a quick goog here. <laughs> do a quick goog. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my, it's Machete. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that's my choice. I would watch both of these movies like right now. <laughs> we should be casting directors. We should be casting directors. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> awesome. Is it my turn to read? <laughs> um, yeah, really. Just all the only thing that happens at the end of chapter five. So yeah, Alex like straight up kills a guy, and then he sort of rushes back, rushes Beth back to the hotel, afraid that there are like more people after them. Mm-hmm. So that leads us into chapter six. Okay, chapter six. Um, Alex reveals who he is ex-Navy SEAL, that whole thing, and who the dead guy was. His name is Bruno Stahl. <laughs> He's a- feel, this person was watching Die Hard. Like, they're like, wow, Hans Gruber is a great name for a villain. I want to go in that direction. Um, he's a famed hitman for major crime organizations. Shit. And he's been sent by the bride's uncle, Salvatore, to kill Beth. Fuck. Damn. Alex's partner from Homeland Security, John, joins them, <laughs> and Beth realizes why Salvatore wants her dead. The man she saw talking to him is the big bad Alex and John are looking for. Beth is the only person who knows what he looks like. He's basically tall, white, and 40. So, <laughs> so he should be easy to find. Should be pretty easy to find. <laughs> um, and John and Alex leave to talk. Alex, like, wants to take her the fuck away from the hotel. Mm-hmm. But John's like, we should stay and, like, have her be Bates. Like, just... Oh, good! Because <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Just, like, stay and let her, you know... You know, someone's already trying to kill her. sitting duck. Yeah. Whatever, it's fine. But they come... But, like, <laughs> Alex, like, re- reluctantly agrees to this. And, like, they come back into the hotel room. And Beth is like, hey, I should be Bates. Like, we should catch this guy. <laughs> she's, so she's, she's cool like, with it. She's just... 
She's cool with it. I like it. Um, and at the end of the conversation about like, you know, Alex is kind of going to be her bodyguard and she's going to be bait. <laughs> John like shifts these two so hard. <laughs> Does he say that? <laughs> no, but you can tell. Okay. <laughs> he just wants them to be other. He's just so, he just. I mean, I kind of girls over it too. Yeah. I mean, we know they're going to be together, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so chapter seven. Beth, who I'm starting to love so much by this point in the book, because she's just like the first female character we've encountered in one of these books who seems normal. Yeah. And like approachable and just a normal person. Mm -hmm. So Beth downs a bacon cheeseburger while ogling Alex, as any of us would, Mm. uh, and takes a nap. End of chapter. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, When she wakes up, she's overslept like half of the cocktail party she's supposed to go to for the wedding. Whoops. We've all done it. It's fine. Uh, Taking a little bacon nap <laughs> she, she got the meat sweats and took a nap we've all been there she's so cat deading the Rachel i know Bloom. right i love it <laughs> so she she and alex finally go down to this party and she's super anxious about the crowd i mean for obvious reasons she's you know somebody tried to kill her it's, yeah it's a whole thing i i would be too uh they run into spencer who's a drunk asshole um and he apparently decided to call up the record company that she told everyone her her fake boyfriend charlie yeah. works for and surprise, surprise, there's no Charlie that works there. Oh, no. oh shit. So he, like everyone else, comes to the conclusion that Charlie is a gigolo. And like, I'm just, I'm just imagining Charlie being like, why does everyone think I'm a hooker? Why does everybody keep trying to give me money? <laughs> People keep putting their hotel room keys in my pocket. It's, it's weird. really weird. I don't understand. Like, well, because you you apparently have a fake name and are superfluously handsome. So, of course, they're going to assume you're a escort <laughs> so spencer just kind of is just being a dick and he's like shouting all of this for everybody to hear yeah. and alex like gets in his face and is like you know he does like the intimidating whisper thing like mm-hmm. look fucker you need to like check yourself before you wreck yourself and get the <laughs> fuck out of here and spencer he's like snapping his away. he's snapping his fingers while he's doing that yes like, like you better check yourself and it turns out that it turns out that Isabel had told her fiance her theories about who Alex really mm. is and that he's, you know, an escort or whatever. Yep. I would watch that. It's like a PG-13 yeah. sex scene. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a nice one. Yeah. It's not very vulgar. It's just like a good, like, everybody is satisfied good. kind of sex scene. Sadly, there's not a lot of dialogue, so we're not going to read that yeah. right now. Mm. Spencer and Spencer told everybody. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So here we are. Here we are. Chapter 8. Uh, Salvador enters the party. Oh no, Danny Trejo up in the house. (laughs) And Beth starts like trembling from fright because, you know, he's like having people try to kill her. I'm just going to defend my casting real quick. I think Diego Luna would blend into a crowd a little bit better. Probably. (laughs) Like, he probably would. He's not quite as like crazy intimidating (laughs) as Danny Trejo is. Just saying. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah. So he just like, you know, walks into the room and she's like all scared and stuff. So Alex. To make, like, her less conspicuous with her, like, bugged out eyes and, like, (laughs) (laughs) he kisses her and leads her out of the room, back to the hotel room, out of danger. Nice. And then she apologizes and thanks him for what he did. And he's, like, all like, oh, this is my job. I'm not a good guy. I'm not Charlie. And so after that, she grabs his face, starts macking on him. Nice. And then they just start, like, going to town. Nice. Like, just boning each other <laughs> all night I, wish, I don't know how to describe the hand gesture you're doing right now it's like a weird air punching thing it's like you're i don't know it's like you're shadow boxing just like 
Is that how you do it? Yeah. Just like rocking out in the peen all night long. It's just like a really nice sex scene, which is also a good change. It's just yeah. like, they're just, they were just boning each other all night. What, what? What, what? <laughs> Chapter nine. Um, so Beth wakes up to her phone ringing. And she apparently is the worst maid of honor ever because she has missed breakfast with the bridal party and part of this trip to the museum. <laughs> Why are they going on the trip to the museum? <coughs> Why are they going on a trip to the museum? I, I don't. There's a lot of activities at this wedding and it's it's odd. Um, Isabel gives her a pass because somehow over the phone she can sense that uh, she and Charlie like took a little stroll down Penis Avenue. Like. Mm. Just, just ease, ease on, on down, down. <laughs> ease on down the peen, you know what I mean? Ease on down, ease on down the peen. <laughs> doing the whiz right now? Um, always. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you can be in that show. I can appreciate it. Okay. That's fine. I, that's not what I said. Anyway, again, we should probably take that part out. Nope. <laughs> okay. Um, after she gets off the phone, she's sort of flirting with Alex, and they're making out and stuff until his phone starts ringing, and apparently mm-hmm. our bad guy's on the move. He's on the move. And Beth in order to be bait needs to go downstairs and sit in the lobby for the next six hours oh god i know but is it better than going to a museum (laughs) (laughs) depends on the kind of museum i like museums i do too depending on the type of museum it might be better (laughs) yeah yeah it's i mean at least she gets i i think she gets to hang out with alex yeah yeah she runs into spencer again who is just such a dick a dick this guy needs a swift punch in the dick um, and he's like, <laughs> he, he says he forgives her for bringing Alex to the party, what? even though like no one apologized to you. Yeah. Bro. Um, and he says, oh, this is, oh, this really fucks me off. He says, maybe I was too hasty in dumping you. I mean, mm. you are a decent looking woman, Beth. Oh, oh be God. still my heart. All oh. I ever wanted was to have a man tell me I was decent looking. Laura, you look like a person. Thank you. <laughs> You have a face. <laughs> I do. You are correct. Yeah. Every day I wake up and I look in the mirror and I go, all right, this is about as decent as it's going to get. Yeah. Um, and then he, he suggests that she, uh, that Beth come to his room after the rehearsal dinner and they can discuss getting back together. Ew. Like, what the fuck, Gross. man? No. Oh, he is six kinds of douchey. Uh, at this point, Alex comes back in and she goes to him and tells him that, Oh, she tells Spencer that she already has plans tonight. And John is just cracking up in the background as they leave. And he turns to Spencer and goes, tough break, bro. <laughs> Ooh, just twist the knife, John. He ships him so hard. He does, and I love it. Oh, oh God. Man. All right, so <laughs> chapter 10, boring rehearsal, dinner nonsense, basically. <laughs> um, and Beth's mom is nagging her and believes that Charlie is a gigolo again. Right. And after she rants about her mom to Alex for a long time, he lets her know that his mom died when she drove her car drunk into a tree. Shit. Ooh. That took a dark turn. Brings down the mood right there. Oof. But it makes it makes uh Beth appreciate Catherine O'Hara and or Alice and Janie more. True. Which you should always appreciate those two ladies. Yep. And they head down to dinner and again, maybe they just had the rehearsal and now they're having dinner. I don't know. Boring nonsense. They head down to dinner and someone stops them, looks at Beth, and calls her by name. <gasps> Shit! It's okay. It turns out it's just a waiter, but oh, before God. they figure that out, Alex puts him in a headlock. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, shit, no, he's just the waiter. And like the rest of the party is waiting for her because she's oh. late. 
again. Uh-huh. She's the worst maid of honor ever. And instead of like being mad or scared of Alex, the waiter just goes like he just like he just starts commenting on oh, are you a ninja? Can you uh, show me those moves? <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> he like almost killed this guy. NVD. But, <laughs> yep. but the guy's like, oh, no, hey, it's right. fine. Like, no harm, no foul. Oh, my God. You're huge. <laughs> yeah. Um, chapter 11. Uh, it's a pretty boring rehearsal dinner, to be honest. Beth cried. So that's nice. So Beth and Alex start making out horde in the elevator afterwards. <laughs> so horde. Horde. How do you spell that? H W O O A R D. Horde. Horde. Like making out so horde. So <laughs> All day. <laughs> that was douchey when I first said it and then it got worse. Horde. It's like something Spencer would say. Yeah. His license plate is, is to horde. <laughs> oh no. It's like an extra long license plate. <laughs> he had to pay extra for it's that. Two lines worth of <laughs> words. I don't think that's even legal. And then, oh, okay, so they're making out Horde in the elevator. I'm going to keep saying that word. Horde. Uh, and then they go back to the room, and they just get it on in the tub. This must be a big tub, okay? Like a, I mean, this is like John Cena. This size. is a John Cena-sized tub. <laughs> so it's an Olympic swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually have a pretty pretty good sex scene, which mm-hmm. I'm going to re- read part of here. Yeah. But uh, first, I need some accents. I want her to have like a 1940s, like trans- transatlantic kind of... Like a, a, oh, don't you know there's a war on? There's a war on, see? <laughs> We boiled everything. There's, we wore the potatoes. <laughs> we didn't have a pot. The metal had to go to the war effort. <laughs> Don't you know? Okay. All right. We I didn't have any can... cabbage. The cabbage went to the soldiers. <laughs> There's not even that much dialogue in this part. It's not even that important. It's going to be worth it. <laughs> All right. What about him? Um... Okay, so I know I brought up Being Human in a past episode. It is one of my favorite shows of all time. It is a the British version. Oh god, not the American. Um, but there's an actor in it who's become one of my favorites because he's just he's (laughs) tiny and he's amazing, and his name is (laughs) Damien Maloney. He just so I want could not be more Irish. I want you to do an Irish accent, a la Damien Maloney. Okay, like like his real accent or like really high pitched leprechaun Irish. How how you should say his name. Maloney. Okay. <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so they've gone back to the hotel room at this point. They're just getting back in. Here we mm-hmm. go. Her feather-like kisses slowly stoked the fire building inside him. He slid his hands down from the curve of her waist over her hips to the flowing fabric of her dress. He walked his fingertips up, lifting the material above the curve of her hips. She shook her head, breaking the kiss as she did. Oh, not here, <laughs> she said. That came out a little Jimmy Stewart. That's not what I intended. I mean, but it, uh, kind of, yeah, yeah, it's close. Alex, Alex had to blink a few times to see through the haze of desire. Blink, blink. <laughs> like it's just suddenly really humid in there or something. They're in the bathroom. Did you guys right? leave the shower on? <laughs> or the tub running? So he's looking at her like, duh, what? <laughs> and, and he says, where then? <laughs> He asked, looking around the room. She smiled. That tub. You know how much I want to be in that tub. (laughs) I want a ringtone of you just saying, you know how much I want to be in that tub. (laughs) The war on, see? We got a ration of water. We had to sell our tub. (laughs) All the ceramic went to the war effort. (laughs) Let's go get some potatoes for the victory garden. <laughs> <laughs> this 
might be one of my favorite accents I've ever done. This needs to come back. Uh, <laughs> just for you, I'm going to do it again. Thank you. That top. You, you know how much I want to be in that top. <laughs> a slow smile took over his face. Of course, it was perfect. It must be a huge bathtub. I mean, goddamn. Huge bathtub. He went to the bathroom and started the water. Steam swirled around the room as a cascade of warm water filled the antique tub. Oh, so yeah, it probably is like a big big tub. Clawfo one. Cool. He slid his shirt the rest of the way down his arms. Wait, what? Wait. I'm trying to figure out what? I don't know. Was his shirt like halfway off? Then why would he put it back on? No, I think he's taking it off. off. Okay, all right. Um, I think we're overthinking it. Okay. Anyway, her breastuses were perfect. Ooh. <laughs> Full and round and begging to be kissed. Her head fell back against the door jam and he was treated to the gorgeous sound of her pleasure-drenched moans. Oh. Can I get a pleasure-drenched moan, please? Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. That's so perfect. I like it. Thank you. Dear God, he couldn't remember. <laughs> oh, <dear> God. <laughs> he couldn't remember his cock ever being so hard in his life, and he didn't even have her pants off yet. Wow. Shit. Shit. She was, she was beautiful. Oh, he Aww. doesn't think she's decent looking. He thinks he she's loves beautiful. Her. That's nice. Just the way she is. Decent looking, you ass. Ass. God, there is no dialogue in the scene. We can make up some as it goes along. <laughs> um, her legs started to shudder. Whoa. Oh, my legs. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my rickets are back. <laughs> I think that's about as good as I'm going to get. The power of your boulder brought it back. <laughs> oh, just, my legs are going to just bow right underneath me. <laughs> but I had to sell my crutches to the war effort. <laughs> You know it's a war on. We can't have crutches. You want a condom? We don't have any. Don't you know it's a war on? Latex went to the war effort. Our boys over there need to be safe. <laughs> With who? Each other? Yeah. <laughs> There's no ladies. Ladies weren't allowed in the war. There's a war on, see? Don't you know? <laughs> um, yeah, so they're having sex in the tub. Oh, is it nice? It is. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, I do. Okay. He didn't waste any time stripping off the rest of his clothes and discarded them in a pile on the bathroom tile. He settled into the tub first. She followed, sitting down on his lap. Her legs nestled against his side. She slowly descended. Ooh. <laughs> Sounds like she's going into a cave. Like, yeah. like spelunking. It's like repelling. <laughs> can, you give me, can, we get, can you give me some slack, please? Uh, taking him all the way in one stroke. Ooh, all the way. Damn, just Take him all right in. in. Right in there. Damn, she felt good. Oh, is this from his perspective? Yeah, it must, it must I think be, it's from his perspective at I this point. I think it's from his perspective. Soft and wet and everything he'd ever wanted. Well, yeah, they're in a... Her legs problem. were still shaky because of the rickets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he wrapped his hands around her neck and kissed her. He didn't break the kiss, not once. Wait, how are you breathing? <laughs> nose, Laura, nose. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I'm how so... Do you kiss? I'm so congested, I've forgotten how to breathe through my nose. <laughs> Oh, man. So funny. They, they do get water all over the floor. Mm-hmm. As one does. As one does. But, you know. Yeah. So that's that's the end of that oh, sex scene. That's really nice. Oh, nice. I like it. Nice, it's like a nice, normal sex scene. But, like, it's just so refreshing. Um, Is there more? There is more in that chapter. There's a lot more in that chapter. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So, okay. So they finish having sex in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. And then things get interesting. The waiter comes back um, saying John ordered them some champagne. So mm-hmm. they let him into the room. 
fucking idiots. Beth begins to feel uneasy about this. Turns out she's right. She hits the deck because the waiter pulls out a gun. Oh no. Not good. Alex pounces, <laughs> like a, just like a big old kitty cat. <laughs> Knocking the gun out of his hand, they start fighting. Beth grabs the gun and tries to aim at this apparent assassin. Hmm. Uh, but the two guys are too close together and she can't do it. Alex finally immobilizes the waiter. Who we now know is not actually he's not a, waiter. a waiter. He's an assassin. But apparently a pretty good actor because earlier he didn't yeah. do anything. And Beth has to call John for backup. He drags the injured assassin out of the room. Alex is assessing his injuries and holds Beth as she cries herself to sleep. And then he realizes he lerves her. He lerves her so hard. <laughs> no. So horde. horde. <laughs> he lerves her so horde. Just the hordest. So guttural. The hordest. Horde. Chapter 12. All that happens so far in this chapter, like the first part... Um, there's a bullet hole in Beth's dress. Oh shit! Like her bridesmaid dress, right Again, through. Just the worst maid of honor. Right through the right through the middle. <laughs> She's just like the worst. Um, and Isabel is understandably worried for her after seeing the bullet hole and Alex's messed up face because he's all beaten up yeah. from the fight. Not the money maker. He's yeah. He's so attractive in my head. Like he can't he can't be all messed up. But I bet he's really attractive even when he's messed up because yeah. he's Alex. It's just <laughs> Alex and around. Um, <laughs> what? And then Beth goes out onto the balcony, like as they're getting ready um, to get some fresh air, and she sees the mysterious man that she caught with <gasps> Salvatore before. Gasp! The one who Salvatore was boating. <laughs> oh yeah, they, the one that they, that they, they were really like each other. With. They're just they like each other. Love is love. <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with it. I just don't know why they need to kill her over it. I don't know because. It's a forbidden love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> their eyes meet her and this white guy in his 40s. Um, that's literally all we know about her. We literally never learn his name. Wow. Or anything about him. Mm. He's just the white guy. <laughs> um, um, and she, they catch eyes and Beth screams because he reaches into his jacket. Oh. Presumably to pull out a gun. And her scream catches the attention of Alex and John. So they uh, run outside and then the white guy runs away. <laughs> <laughs> as they do um alex suggests that she stays in her room instead of going to the wedding but she's like bitch no nah i'm a maid of honor i'm Don't gonna do one to do. thing right <laughs> i have <laughs> fucked up everything i'm gonna, I'm gonna go do this right and that's it <laughs> so alex is like all right fine if you're gonna go to the wedding you gotta wear a bulletproof vest I assume, well, there's only two ways to do this, and both of them are going to be very conspicuous. It either has to be on the uh, underneath her bridesmaid dress or on top of it. I think it's underneath her bridesmaid either dress. Either way, it's going to be very obvious. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's no, there's no. It's like wearing a life vest. Yeah. Under... There's no not bulky bulletproof vest, mm-hmm. to my knowledge. Yep. So that, I'm sure, is But she's wearing a sweater over it, so it's fine. Okay, so yeah, we won't be able to see it. It's fine. She rushes to the wedding and Spencer makes some comment about her appearance, which it's hard to say whether he he is commenting on the bulletproof vest or on her weight like he usually does. Probably the latter because this guy's a douche. And she tells him what we all want to tell him. Go fuck yourself, Spencer. Go fuck yourself. And that leads to our next game called Try Again. Try Again? So this is a game where we take a line that we really like, like, go fuck yourself, Spencer. Mm -hmm. And we <laughs> perform it different ways. <laughs> All right. How do you want to do me first? Um, sure. Okay. Do it like a robot. I feel like get into the robot arm. <laughs> You're like doing the yeah. 80s robot. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I like it. I want you to do it 
Like, <laughs> put the emphasis in a really weird place. Okay. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Spencer. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> I want you to do it in the transatlantic accent I was just doing. Yes. <laughs> See, there's a war on, Spencer. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Going off the weird emphasis, do it as Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the same as what I just did. <laughs> go fuck yourself, Spencer. <laughs> you see, the key to a good Christopher Walken impression is to put the emphasis on the wrong syllables. <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this just popped into my head, but I want you to do it like Mandy Patinkin in Princess Bride. Like, <laughs> you killed my father. Prepare to die. My name is Amigo Montoya. <laughs> you killed my father. Go fuck yourself, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> went into Bjork territory a little bit, but I like it. My accents today are going into the Bjork territory. It all goes to Bjork. Spencer. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Spencer. <laughs> Since we really didn't get to dive into the Damien Maloney of it all. I want you to do it as our voice for Damien Maloney. How high-pitched do you want me to go? Yes. <laughs> go fuck yourself, Spencer! That came out a little bit like, Smeagol. Let me try that again. <laughs> I went too high. Oh, go fuck yourself, Spencer! There you go. There we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what I did with that first one. That was weird. So continuing on with the chapter. <laughs> so go fuck yourself, Spencer. And almost as soon as the ceremony begins, Beth gets shot in the chest. Oh, no. like, holy shit. Shit. Although this must mean that these are the dumbest bad guys ever because she's clearly wearing a bulletproof vest and you shot her in the bulletproof vest. Like shoot her in the head. God right. damn. And it's like nobody else at the ceremony realized she was wearing a bulletproof vest. Like yeah. Isabel comments on it. She's like, what the, what the hell Beth? Are you wearing a bulletproof vest? So like, it's obvious. And yeah. yet they still shot her in the chest. Yeah. I'm like, is this a warning shot? I, I don't know. So luckily the vest does its job and she just kind of gets the wind knocked out of her. Everybody starts freaking out naturally because, you know, someone just fired a gun at a wedding. As Isabel helps to get everyone out of the room, they get everybody to safety. So everybody's scattering. They're trying to get everybody out of out of the wedding. Mm -hmm. Bad guy Salvatore is like in the lounge. He starts shooting at Alex and they duck behind a table, like all secret agent style. I assume they like flip the table and then hide behind it. It's not going to do you much good to hide underneath <laughs> it, I suppose. Now that I think You're just like holding each other underneath the table. <laughs> you know, I've always loved you. <laughs> oh, I ship them. <laughs> I do too. So Beth is like still trying to function, but she's a little shaky as mm-hmm. anybody would be. And she kind of wobbles out into the lobby. She tries to get to the stairwell, but the door is locked. Oh, no. So she tries the elevator, which... You know, (laughs) nowhere safer than trapping yourself in a metal box. Yeah. She gets in the elevator and like, just as the door is about to close, all of a sudden another person slips into the elevator and it's the guy who tried to kill her. The white guy. Ah! (laughs) Things are happening. Chapter 14. Things are going to go down. All right. So white guy, because he doesn't have a name. I feel like his name is like Charles. Charles. His name is Charles. He tells her, Charlie boy. No, we can't have Charles because he's already in Charlie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, like Justin. Something Ew. really white. Gross. <laughs> Justin. All right. 
He tells her that she is a very difficult woman to kill, and he pulls out a gun in ah! the elevator, just two of them in there, aiming safe. it at her head. He waits until the elevator is between floors and pulls the emergency brake. Then the elevator jolts and throws him off balance. So Beth, like a badass, rams herself yeah, into him. Yeah, she does. Yes. I love this woman. He hits his head against the wall, uh, but goes, uh, but still holds onto the gun. So she's reaching for the only weapon-like thing in the elevator. And for some reason, there's a fire extinguisher <laughs> just like chilling in the elevator. Huh. So she grabs it Dang. and she knocks him over the head with yes. it. And he's still holding onto the gun and fires it at her. It hits her in the arm. Oh, shit. So she <laughs> whacks him over the head again God, with yes. the fire extinguisher. He finally drops the gun. She picks it up, holds it at him and presses the lobby button and as the doors open and Alex and John are down there waiting for her she's just like yes. pointing a gun at God. this like man w- on the floor I want this to be a movie just so I can have that shot I want that shot the elevator doors open and she's, and she's just, just standing like, there holding this guy at holding gunpoint Justin like, at gunpoint just a badass bitch <laughs> yep things are taken care of Beth is in the hospital being treated for a gunshot wound Isabel is telling her that you know I'm sorry for my terrible family <laughs> and we're just going to get married at the courthouse with like just our, you know, small group of friends, whatever. And Alex comes in as Isabel leaves and he professes his love for Beth and tells her that he's never going to leave her. Oh, oh, the end. <laughs> Next up on ABC Family, <laughs> the 700 Club. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no one wants that next. This movie would be on ABC Family at two in the morning. <laughs> and that's it. That's the end. I actually kind of liked that one. Would you watch this movie? I would. I would too. Yep. I would definitely drink a lot of wine and watch I this movie. I would Netflix this movie. I want to work on this movie. <laughs> Let me be the casting director. You're so invested in this book. I really, I really didn't mind this book at all. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was yeah, pretty it invested. It's not the worst one that we've read. No. Like, there's not a lot to make fun of as far as, like, plot goes, really. No. No. Like, and they, I don't hate the characters. I, I actually like both of them. The only one I don't like is Spencer, but I'm not supposed to like Spencer. Exactly. Go fuck yourself, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself, yourself Spencer. Spencer. <laughs> I'm pretty happy. Like, I finally am not leaving gross. Yeah. Like, this is the first time I don't feel dirty yeah. after reading one of these. Mm-hmm. So I guess that ends this episode. And all I've left to say is go fuck yourself, Spencer. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> every fucking time. (laughs) Optimistic Nihilist Productions.